still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right in your hair. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to... Tuesday, it's uh, 5.45. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. Let's get this thing going, shall we? I'm very excited to get going because I had an email uh, last night. I was excited to read first thing in the morning. First thing. Uh-oh. Get right to it. it says, uh, Dear John, I think, at least I think I know the guy from the Diamondbacks game you were talking about uh, with the Seattle girlfriend. Ah! Nice. So his name is Justin. His girlfriend is exactly who you made her out to be. I work with him. Uh, he works for, or, uh, sorry, we work for a tech company. And uh, he'll travel from uh, his hometown of Seattle. It's where he's based. Uh, he comes here. He goes to L.A. and Denver all the time. Huge Mariners fan. Follows him all over the place. His horrible girlfriend uh, was at dinner with us last Thursday. Tried that whole cops take water from the homeless speech while we were all sitting there. Justin is sort of one of our corporate guys. So no one really says anything when she gets going. Uh, and it never got heated, but she made the claim that Phoenix police are actively encouraged to attack the homeless. <laughs> Keep them from drinking, and it's all an attempt to kill them. She is massive Seattle. Everything is corporate greed, defunding the police, and you nailed it uh, with the part where she said no one but, uh, pays taxes except her. My wife and I looked at each other in the car when you were doing this, he said this morning, meaning yesterday, and started laughing. And I said, that's Justin. Uh, I get to talk to him later today. He's back in Seattle now, and I'll ask him if he got into a fight on his way into the ballpark. You said what all of us have said about her and want to tell him, so thank you. If it is him, uh, but let me say this. There were about eight or nine other people at that dinner from Seattle, and they all feel the same way as she does. I work with Seattle a lot, and most of them are just flat-out communists. It's a weird cuck cult. (laughs) Toledo would be Ronald Reagan if he went up to Seattle. Thanks for crushing her. I, I hope it was Justin. And Justin, Holmberg's right. You can do a lot better, man. Uh, signed Harris V. Well, there you go. We might have, we might have gotten the, the one degree nice. of separation to get to that Justin away from that horrible, horrible Seattle woman. Forward him, forward him the podcast. And if not, it. Toledo will send it to you. Yeah. So, yes. Exa- Harris. Yes. That's exactly right. I'm going to give Toledo Harris's email. Yes. Although maybe we'd be culpable in something. She's a, she sounds like a sewer. 
Amazing how much information she has coming from Seattle. Well, I mean, she's so knowledgeable. Oh, no, that's that's what my, my friend's up is. I, it was about 17 pages long. I gave you the first paragraph. The I'll, get to, I'll get it to you. I like that. I'll get it to you, Richard. That's a good band name. The Cult Cult is yeah. a great band name. <laughs> it's Toledo and Ian Asbury. And it'd be pretty great. Yeah, so uh, we, we may have done a serious service yesterday. And you know what would be great? If it isn't them... And some guy named Justin in Seattle is told by all of his coworkers it's time to dump that bitch, and it has nothing to do with what we talked about. It's just some other crazy Seattle lady. I got emails yesterday from people who were like, my sister moved to Seattle, and it changed her. Like, I don't know what's going on up there. I don't know how bad it is that the the, uh, the cult of Seattle has taken over, but it was the, tough to watch. The Northwest, there's, uh, there's converting that Something's happening. going on. Big time. Like, it's going... Like my friend was just... Uh, our buddy, Chris, was just up in Portland. Yeah. And he's like, man, it is... Like, it's not... It's not the same place. The same way they see Florida's different. This one's going the other way. Like, it's crazy the opposite direction. So, I'm, yeah, I'm happy here. I like it right here. But the big thing we got to remember is... Uh, we need to root it up a little bit, Phoenix. We, we did it pretty good with... Well, Philadelphians were easy to be rude to. But we need to be a little... We need to get a reputation as a little less laid back, a little more... We need that meth and fentanyl to start rolling through the cities a little heavier. This weather's probably helping. And saying we're out of water is a good thing. I think we're capped out. I think we're all done here. Let no more people. You got, we got five years, man. Then we're out of water. Yeah, that's. We need to perpetuate that in a big way. We need to start saying, you know what, listeners, don't email us and go, you guys are out of your minds with this liberal environmental stuff. You know the truth. <laughs> we're doing this to keep Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Boston, Boston, Portland, Seattle. We're keeping them at home. Keep them from wanting to come here. They'll bring their ideas. California moving here is a bad thing. They'll bring their ideas. We don't want their ideas. It's horrible. So my friend Thomas always said that about Germany. Worst thing ever happened. Germany tore that wall down. Like, oh, that's a beautiful moment for humanity. I know. Now, the East Germans rolled over and started to in- deal with all those ideas. That's right. I didn't even think of that. All those communists for years were like, all right, now it's we're one country now, and our ideas count too. So, I ruined it. You bring all those commie ideas into a regular society, and they ruin it because they throw fit after fit till they get their way. He was right. Germany handles things differently. Speak on it, brother. Yeah, I was, I was sitting there. Oh, you're crazy. The Berlin Wall falling was a. Remember, Hasselhoff was standing on it. it was a wonderful. Huge. It was a wonderful day. We celebrated greatly. A win for democracy. No, democracy lost that day, Johnny. That lost in a big way. We had them corralled. And I'm like, oh. Fast forward 25 years. I'm like, man, he was right. We had him behind a wall. What were we thinking? If we could build a wall around Seattle and L.A., wouldn't we do it? Keep your crappy communist ideas there. We know where you are. Know where to avoid. I got a piece of that wall, so if we all turn them in, maybe we can put that wall back together. Who got you a chunk of the wall? Uh, buddy of mine that went up, Dr. Goldtooth. He was over there. No, no kidding. Yeah. He was there when, for it? Uh, no, just happened to be there while no, it was kidding. happening. What an interesting thing. Went over there, took a chunk of the wall. Yep. Brought back up, you know, eight or ten chunks and... Gave it to friends. Dr. Goldtooth is like the most interesting man in the yeah. world. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Also insane. It, well, very but, true. Yeah. But. Brady's friend, Dr. Goldtooth, seems like a heck of a nice guy that you would be like, all right, well, you're also a trip to Mexico. At any given time, this could go sideways. I'm not going to hang out with you very long. You're insane. 
It's uh, yeah, that's the tip of it. You're right, Brett. The stuff that he's done <laughs> and around insane. the world, the traveling, yeah, the crazy stories are outrageous. But you know, nothing. I'm sure the Germans love more than a tourist just bobbing around, going, "Hey, is that wall coming down? I'll take some with." Oh boy, that was their fight for years, and some guy from Ohio just took eight or nine chunks home. They're doing it. Yeah, yeah. every well, they they had yeah. a right to it. Yeah, yeah. That's like you know, showing up at somebody's house, going, "Oh." I don't know you, but I'm going to take like eight or nine of these things because you're not using them. I keep their cool me ideas behind a wall. That's what you do. Thomas was all about walls a quarter of a century ago. You go build a wall around that. <laughs> like what? Build a wall. The Chinese were right. You build a wall. Look, it's a great feature. And I still got it up. He's right. Never once did they try to tear down that great wall of China. Still bent out of shape about Hadrian's wall. Should have kept it up. Should have kept, kept that up. It. Nah, you had the bad guys on one side. You had it all corralled up. Build one around the zone. He's not wrong. I start realizing walls aren't so bad. I got one around my property. There's a reason. Yeah, I might as well build one around the city. Keep those uh, Seattle people out. But I hope Justin breaks up with whatever that is. Even if Justin isn't the guy I saw at the game yesterday whose shrew wife, girlfriend, was just going bananas on the walk over to the ballpark. That's got to be the match. Yeah, maybe. It doesn't have to be. Hey, well, And that would be even funnier if it wasn't. But it sounds pretty amazing good. amazing that they're on the same page as far as the water and the cops. But and- he even said at that dinner, eight or nine other people at that table were on board with it. My, uh, Our friend, uh, we used to know his sister, uh, emailed me, and he's like, my sister went up there. She's all about defund the police now. She's... Uh, He's like, I, you know, I don't even talk to her about things like that. She's all Seattled up. And it's weird because Tripp's up there all the time. He comes back and he's like, it is a strange town when it comes to, like, dealing with things. I'm like, no kidding. But Tripp has long hair now. Yeah, he's a hippie. Yeah, he's in on it. Playing he's- hacky sack when he's walking into the building <laughs> uh, and stuff. Uh, uh, who wants to smoke a fat blunt and hate the cops together? Yeah. <laughs> Seattle Tripp is like, yeah. even flow. Kick it to me. <laughs> Word flannel. Thoughts arrive like, mm, mm, mm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got that. And then I saw, like, they did a bunch of news stories. I uh, what channel it was on uh, on airplane stuff. In the last week, they've had to cut a fat man out of his seat. Another guy got kicked off the plane for complaining. They're calling it fat shaming. The guy next to him. They showed a picture of his seat. The guy was sitting next to him. I would have complained, too. I'm like, look, I need another seat. It was a five-and-a-half-hour flight. I don't remember from where to where. It's not enough room. The dude was in his seat, just crammed over. This blob was hanging over, and, he's, and he, he got mad because everybody's like, well, sir, there's no other seats. And he's like, then I want my money back. I'm not going to sit like this for five hours. And they're like, why? They made him say it, and he said, because this guy is too big. And, you know, he was trying to be nice. In the stu- and the, so they kicked him off the plane. And everybody like, and the fat guy got all sorts of extra stuff. And it's like they wouldn't let it. Be. If you are in that's the a, other seat, you're paying plan. for it. Get huge, get gargantuan. No one sits next to you. Yeah, if you go up and say, "Hey, this guy sitting next to me is in my seat," like if you were a woman, and the guy's arm was on you, it's assault. But it's two dudes. This guy's blobbed over. His arm didn't. It was hanging on his. Fat apron, whatever the thing is, they're those they're not lats, but where, where muscles would be if he had any, and he's kind of got his arms resting on his own fat sides, and his his hand was hovering over the dude's chest. They're called uh, flats. What they were? The <laughs> handles meet the flats. They are 
the fats is what they were called. They were huge. And his arm was hovering above the dude's chest. If he moved, he bumps into that guy. It was somebody else's video camera. And he's like, I, I went off the plane. This guy's touching me the whole time. Sir, just sit in your seat. No. Yeah, you you hover over like that. You're a two. You're a two because now you can't make you, now you can't make him buy two seats because he's got a lawsuit. They kicked that dude off the. Uh, I, I forget what airline it was. I think it was to find it. International one. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's morning sickness. And then there was another lady, and this was pretty brilliant. I have to say, there's been a rash of this going on on planes where parents are buying tickets separate from their kids and then, like, in a bulkhead. Or, you know, they can't do the emergency out, but you get the bulkhead or you get a, yeah. better, you get a better seat. You put your kid in there, and then you go over and you go, hey, would you mind switching seats with me? And then they've got some middle crud seat. Would you mind switching seats with me so I can sit with my child? And you put the guilt on the person who's flying solo, like, all right, fine. And then they get like an aisle seat and you have to go sit. And a lot of people have been saying, no, this lady booked two kids in the aisle and then booked herself in a center seat in the back. And then the lady sat there and said, no, I'm not going to move. Her kids were told to go bananas. Drive this bitch nuts. (laughs) drive her crazy and then finally she'll go okay fine i'll switch but she pulled the ultimate switcheroo and the lady said no i'm not switching she says okay her kids told drive the lady crazy the entire flight be awful they were the lady comes back and says, i'll switch with you and she goes nope you're with them and punished her by sitting with her rat kids the whole flight then had the nerve to do some sort of op-ed piece in the newspaper in her town that said you know what you should do Always switch seats with the person who asks you because you never know if those kids... My kids are a terror. You bitch. That means you're a terrible parent. Yeah, that's right. And she took pride in it for vengeance against someone else. It's awful. She told her kids, you should probably act up a little bit if mommy's not sitting next to you. So that lady will switch. And when she asked, she said no. Because I guess the lady told her right off the bat. She goes, no, we have assigned seats on and I'm staying in my seat. I've got an aisle seat. You've got a middle. I don't want that. Okay, assigned seats it is. She went and sat in her thing, and then she came back in the late. It was the, it was the Seinfeld, don't have a square to spare episode. <laughs> it's basically, no, assigned seats, we're not allowed to switch, remember? And she's like, you, bitch. I, people, are gonna get, people are going to start getting killed getting off airplanes. The way we're behaving on planes, like with, well, you it's know, an all-time high. The, people. the flight rage is... It's coming it's like close. One of, in every five flights, yeah. like it's it's ridiculous. They used to take weapons away from us so we didn't hijack the plane. Now they got to do it so we don't kill the other passengers. People are acting like idiots on planes. That's a bad one. Yeah, the uh, this is the it says uh, the eight, the dude that got on the uh, fat guy flight, eighteen years old, said he was traveling to it was a twelve hour flight. Actually, I said five twelve. Yeah, and he said I I tried to at first deal with it. I couldn't. 
I went up. I told the flight attendant about it. She said the seat was paid for by the obese person. The flight was full. There's nothing we could do. I asked the flight attendant how possible uh, that my seat still rendered as available if it's being used by this guy's arms. <laughs> she said it's added on this airline absolutely terrible a few years ago. We can't do that. It makes them feel bad. So you have to sit in your seat. So the comments prompted the flight attendant to call me rude and say, just sit next to him. He can't help it. Like, how do you know if he can help it or not? He might be doing it on purpose. They made me the bad person, made an announcement over the thing, said there was a problem. They were going to have to land and take an unruly passenger off the plane. It was him. Wow. He can't help it. Put down the chocodiles and you'll be fine. He can help it. Yeah. He said, I'll Maybe there's got to be, you know, well, evidently that was an absolutely full flight. Yeah. Like, just bump them up. You know, if that's a 12-hour flight, that sounds like it's going over to yeah. over the pond. Or, oh, it's jumping. It's going somewhere far. It's put them crazy. in business class. 12 hours with a stranger next to you is bad enough, let alone just a stranger. leaking over into your seat. Literally leaking. Great word for Ugh. it. Leaking into your chair. That <laughs> seems to be a problem. There's gravy in yeah. my seat. And he's getting bigger. Something's going on here. Oh, it's just, I can't imagine it. That's why JSX is great. Private. Fly private if you can. Pay the extra. I know people are like, that's pricey. Nope. I don't care. I used to get guff for flying first class to Las Vegas, but have you sat in that thing with those people on their way to Vegas and on their way back? Dear God. There is a drastic change in humanity's behavior from coach to first class. Now, occasionally, first class is filled with terrorists, and you got to keep your eyes open for that. I'll I mean, take it over kids. I, I would take, Brett, I couldn't be, uh, but 17 and under. Oh, yeah. I'd rather sit next to an Al-Qaeda. Oh, at, yeah. least I got, at least I got a chance. I'll get my box cutter, too. I'm like, <laughs> I fine. might join. Yeah. <laughs> if there's enough kids on the plane, I'm with you. Let's take this down. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, you get your kids up there, and very rarely are there kids in first class when there are. It's like, oh, those parents just don't get it. Those kids haven't earned first class. You stick them in coach. They're small. And they can do anything back that. Their seats are like first class. Adults sit up front. Oh. Yeah, it is weird. It is a drastic change in even business class. Every time there's a curtain, the next group is better than the one behind it. That's a truth. And I feel bad because it's like 40% of the people in coach don't want to be there. They just They just went cheap. They need to build, you know, first-class air would be a nice thing. All the seats are first-class. You don't even have a coach. Well, just it should, oh. it should be like the cruise lines were. Like, they have the Disney Cruise Line for all the kids. Yes. An adults-only airline. Sort of an Uber Black. Yeah. Yeah. You, I'll pay extra you to not section. have this. Oh. You have a back section. No. No. I've been a big fan of the idea that kids shouldn't be allowed to travel. You shouldn't be allowed to. Like, if you can't drive a car until you're 16, and you can't rent a car until you're 25, you can't be on a plane with adults until you're... Or at least 30. <laughs> no, but it's crazy. I'd say... Uh, or they have to trank it. How about that? Like a dog. Oh, that's a good idea. They have to trank the kid. If it's under 10, under it has, 10, to, it has, yeah. to, it has to be... Put it in cargo. And have a cargo section. Nobody. <laughs> you don't want to travel with it. No. Even parents don't want to travel. That lady's buying tickets separate from her kids. Just have the... Uh, you know, when the refreshment cart goes out, it's just Benadryl for... Well, sometimes that juices them up. My buddy Jeff Bowers tried to Benadryl his kid and it turned him into a cokehead. Oh, really? Oh, it's the opposite. Some kids go bananas on the allergy medicine. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Bowers' kid was nuts anyway, but this thing went insane on the Benadryl because they were trying to keep him cool. Uh Uh-uh. 
So I wouldn't risk that just in case. Trank. Needle in the arm Ugh. trank. We're talking like zoo tranquilizer. <laughs> Out. How long is he going to be asleep? You could tag him if you wanted to. Like, you know, when they do bears, just drop it like a bad <laughs> habit. Just have that section of half-dead kids in the back of the plane like, good. It's out. It's just a ragdoll all the way in. And then, you know, maybe a little adrenaline shot in the heart through the cla- through the breastbone like in Pulp Fiction when they land. Honey, we're here. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Perfect. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you take up two seats, you have to admit you take up two seats. Don't let some eight. You know, on a 12-hour flight, if you're touching the guy next to you because you're so big, you should at least go, hey, I'm going to kick in for your seat. I feel bad. At the ticketing booth, a couple just dollars. like they do with luggage, you got to put it. It's got to fit in here. Your ass has got to fit in the seat too. If it goes over, done. Is, is this Italia Air? Is this how they? <laughs> oh, what do we got here? This guy's had a lot of gabagoo. Look, Jumbo. Uh, this ain't Operation Dumbo Drop. There's, a, there's an assigned seat for you, and you're going to take up trade. This isn't a C-130. Yeah, the what do we got here? Is a cargo jet. <laughs> I want to pat you down, but uh, I got to go through the layers. Weren't you a manatee in a past life or in this one? How did you get out of the ocean? Why don't you just swim to your location? The thing is, you know, the problem would be is if somebody bought two seats and somebody would actually want to sit in that seat. Just kind of like, well, look, if I was. It's weird enough sharing that arm. You know, you you switch it off a little bit. Oh, I stretch out as soon as I get on. Everybody gets left. It's just how yeah. it is. You just don't. You don't get the one to your right. I'm That's just it. saying. Everybody gets a left. You arm. gotta. If you gotta work that deal. Eventually, most of the time, I keep them in the center. But if it keeps it universal that everybody keep gets the one to the left, nobody has a problem with that. Now the uh, window person can automatically get two. That's a benefit of being crammed up against the side of the plane. Aisle middle goes left, and the other person goes left and right because they can. There's no one to the right. That's the smart uh, move. But yeah, if you're battling over an elbow thing, you're being a dick. Because you're going right. You go away from the person. That's it. Really just etiquette it's, on the plane. Yeah. And it's not so much the battle. It's just every now and then you, you're you not paying attention. You get that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. We touched. Lawsuit. You saw Daryl Hammond when I told him that he gave me a little push. You're claiming I assaulted you. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just saying you kind of reached up and touched me. I never laid my hands on you. I'm like, we got these people out there in this Relax, world. pal. You bump into this person, you're going to be standing in a courtroom. There's loonies out there. Yeah. We need... You, Brett's right. That's a good idea. First off, the cargo... Kids and cargo is the way to go. Like, <laughs> nobody wants to sit by your kid. You're the only one who loves your kid the way you love your kid. No one else really wants to deal with it until it becomes an adult. And when they're not, nobody wants to see it or deal with it. You do. And then uh, first class airlines is a good idea. All the seats are first class. That's a good idea. And scattered around. Proof that nobody really wants to sit by each other is that when you pay extra, if you ever go into that first class, it's a hodgepodge. They don't even put seats next to each other. It's like one's here, one's over here. It's like everything's just kind of on its own. Like you don't even have to sit by someone. It's it's humanity's golden era to say, I don't have to sit by a stranger. It's what we really want. We don't want people knocking on our doors. We don't want some fat stranger sitting next to us. We really don't want small talk on a plane with somebody we don't know. We want an individual, independent pod. And you pay extra, you get one. First class air. That's the way to go. Love it. My friend Marty just drove to Ohio. Why? Because You know why? Because he's a decent human being. He's got kids. Oh. And he's like, I'm not putting them on a flight like that. He drove them. 
Wow. Better man than me. Yeah, and he said, you know what? It saved me four grand because of the kids. You beat on there? And he said, I got got time with the fam. That's what Marty talks. <laughs> and, uh, you know, whether he wanted it or not. But he, ha- you know, you made the kids, you live with it. You don't put them on somebody else's thing. I like first class. Here. Last night I had a great, Brady had been very uncomfortable. These more, Remember the Mormons I hid from in the neighbors and I had to hop the fence and stuff like that because they were on my doorstep? Yeah. Uh, they've been back probably five times. Now, Mormon's uh, deal is they do a light knock, a heavier knock, a third bash knock. And they wait like seven minutes between knocks. They're patient. Right? <laughs> so, you know, I've got the front door there and then the big wide open window. So up they walk. They were there, uh, they were there last Wednesday or Tuesday. Uh, then again, this weekend at 8 in the morning on a Saturday, which following Friday night was not. Yeah. And then uh, last night, about 8 o'clock, knock on the door, windows wide open, sitting on the couch, look over. What's up there, elder idiot? Next knock, like, nope. To her credit, Megan walks in the room, slams the blind closed right in front of her. (laughs) They had the nerve one more time. They're coming back. Well, they just stood there. They stand on your porch forever. Giggled like a little kid for an hour. Those idiots. And now I want them to come back every day so I can do another grand gesture to let them know, yes, I am home, and no, I am not answering the door. Mormons, new approach. It's 2023. This door-to-door thing, you're pushing. That's you, a tough gig. You want uh, pff, them and their tough gig. It's a tough gig for the homeowner. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Yeah. We don't want you better. It's outdated. Hey, look, it's it's over. This door-to-door thing. You notice that even those uh, uh, crackheads that used to come sell magazines, they don't even come by anymore? They, everybody knows that's over. You are pushing people away from Mormonism with this approach. Stop it. If nobody wants to be a Mormon, you can't do it on their doorstep. You're going to get beat up. Now, knock it off at my house. Leaving notes on the door. Give us a call. I left a note up there this morning. It said, uh, uh, f*** off. Quit knocking on my door. It's done. Hey, Mormons. I'm going to get a sign that says, no Mormons. <laughs> no Mormons. I'm done with you. They park far away and walk up. They park their bikes far away? No, they're they're driving. That's what? the orphan. Oh, wait a minute now. Being babies. I want the OG Mormons. I do too. I want you, if, look, I don't care that you got assigned here from your two-year mission from college where you should be learning. Instead, you're doing this nonsense, banging on people's doors and driving them away. I uh, I emailed a guy who I know is Mormon. I'm like, what's the success rate in your Mormon church for this? And he goes, less than 1%. You guys need a closer. <laughs> less than 1%. <laughs> What kind of f- business model continues on with a under 1% success rate? I'll tell you what. KDKB, that's the only other one. <laughs> it's amazing. KDKB and the Mormons have the exact same plan. It's got to be it. The WNBA. I have to throw that in there, too. Although I think they even have a little bit more than 1% of their you know money comes back. But, yeah, you get assigned Phoenix in the summertime. You don't get the Hyundai. You hoof it. You bike. Otherwise, I'm not interested. I'm still not answering the door for you. But it's very warm. That's not my problem. You picked the wrong religion. And it's not uh, phase two or whatever. Um, no, no, not the, the Scientologists LDS. have pulled this phase two. They're gone. I don't, I'm, you know, I, 
Evidently, oh, they'll we, be back. Well, well, they'll be back. <laughs> Phase two is very, they're very patient. Look, they killed Shelly Miskavich and haven't said a word for like seven years. They've, they bide their time. I'm fine with that. But you Mormons, I mean, come on. You have meetings every goddamn day. They have that giant temple over in Gilbert. Have a seat. No, none of us are allowed in and just go, look, we're pissing everyone off. Do you realize you're pissing everyone off? No one other than Brady is happy about this when somebody comes to their door. Well, our program seems to be working pretty good. You know what? Not this neighborhood. Go up to Phoenix. Yeah, Y'all come to mine. That's fine. Oh, yeah. oh, I love it. I have to bring them all on. I'd love to have a gaggle of them in the front yard. <laughs> That's what's funny. We don't get them in our in yeah. our neighborhood. They got you guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, solar panels and uh, pest oh, services. Yeah. Door to door. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh us my too. god. Yeah. No, you get that too. Oh yeah. That's not happening in my. The hood. best thing to do. Oh, uh, did we, we talk to you about solar panels? I don't know, man. I rent. Oh. Yeah. That is a good one right That's there. the best way. Yeah. The best thing to do is not answer the door. Well, I don't normally, but if I get caught in the garage or nope. something. And- Walk away from them. There's nothing better. I've done that. We stand in the front yard and a guy starts coming up. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. Can I talk to you? Let me just go, just walk from them as if they don't exist and go right back in the house and shut the door. And they'll stand in your yard like he's coming back with something. Just cleaning my gun. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to make you stand embarrassing and make a weird human decision to not be there anymore. Man, I can't just walked away from me. What do I do? I've had a couple of them sit down on my patio furniture like, and they, I'll, I'll leave them out there till they're skeletons. I'm not going back out. I'll walk right by you. 2023, if I do not know you're coming over, you don't exist. Period. If you're on my porch going, I just thought I'd pop in, I'll walk right, I don't care if it's my dad. I'll walk right by. You should have texted me. And I'll ask him, like, do you have my text number? Huh? Do you have my text number? Well, no, I know. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why we're not friends and you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be on my porch. We shouldn't be here. We're not going to be friends at the end of this. And they all have that uh, learned how to walk up to a door. How about the weather we're having here? Oh, God. I just better go inside. Now, he'll be back. No, he won't. He's going inside for a long time. Yeah. Door-to-door people. I don't have any of those. Like I have occasionally, I'll find that bag of rocks with a landscaper's card in it. Oh, they fling those out they the car. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know what? The Mexicans have it right. Fling things into my driveway and leave me alone. I'll make the decision on my own later. But I wonder if it's just because of where you're at. There's only, you know, you're kind of off the beaten path. Could be. So you, True. You, they'd be like, nah, I'm not going to waste my time over there. True. Two houses. I had a guy come by and he offered to wash my windows. I was standing in the front yard. He goes, man, you need your windows washed? First thing he said, didn't, I didn't, it was just walk in. I'm like, huh? You need your windows washed. I'm like, no, I've got a wife. <laughs> and he goes, professionally. And I'm like, she's a woman. <laughs> and he just, he started like going on about window washing. And I'm like, I don't need this. And he goes, how many windows you got? And I'm like, well over a hundred. What? I'm like, yeah, the whole back is almost <laughs> the all greenhouse. windows. The whole back of the house is almost all windows. It's just an insane glass menagerie of nonsense. How much do you think I should charge you for that? 20 bucks. If God forbid, any business that says, what do you think that should cost? $10. That's insane. You ask me what I would pay you. I don't know what you do. You're an idiot. Now it's five. And then he, he comes back with some nutbag number of like $1,000. And I'm like, no, I can wash my own windows. 300 I'm like, wow, what about, you're a good what, what, what wow. a negotiator. We should hire him downstairs. We're going to eventually get back down to 10 bucks here. Yeah, you should be doing sales for KDKB. How much would you pay to advertise on KDKB? I wouldn't. How about $1,000? Oh, you're insane. $2. $2 is $2 a spot. Still no. It's crazy talk. 
Yeah, do not wander up to people's houses. Assume everybody hates you. And then, uh, you know, set that bar real low. Nobody ever. You know, no, you know, I've never heard in my life. This is my best friend, Carl. How'd you guys meet? Door-to-door salesman. We hit it off. It's not a thing. Everyone hates you. Stop going to people's doors. Mormons. <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses, I got to hand it to you, non-blood transfusion nutbags. You stop going door-to-door. It used to be pretty prevalent. It's you, been light. It has been yeah. light. Good for you. You got the message. You have to adapt. Maybe their numbers are up. Yeah. They can slow it down a little bit. Well, I think their numbers drop because they don't do blood transfusions. <laughs> and they're, they're weird on medicine. So probably they're dying off due to their own wacky beliefs. But yeah, Mormons, it's enough. I, I'm enjoying every second of slamming, or not even be, having an opportunity to open the door, but slamming those blinds yesterday was hilarious. They just stood and watched it happen. People inside, just within a foot of you knocking, like we're right next to it. Goom, goom. That wasn't flink, flink. Goom, goom, goom. And then this giant window just becomes a dark space. And I giggled like a girl. Giggled like a little girl. Mormons just seem pleasant. But this is why people don't like you. We want you, we want you for two things. Uh, breeding out hot blondes and being good dentists. Other than that, <laughs> get off my porch. And send your kids to college. Do something useful. When they went walking 18. off your front porch like, I told you, wish we would have gotten South America. <laughs> well, I'll send you a chance there. I'll tell you what. Mormon, you come to my door. I will. Go. I got a friend who I know can get you there. You want to do this, I'll send you on a mission to the beautiful Southern Sudan. You go to South Sudan, I'll get you over there. You can do some serious uh, Book of Mormon work. That's where my, go get him, my kid. neighbor kid went good. for two years he went to to the town in the book of mormon yeah said, good how about this go to f- college quit bothering people you're 18 live your life have fun that's proof your that's proof your religion is dumb is that when you're 18 they force you to not have fun f- you that's a bad religion they, they don't even let you have fun college mistakes till you're older and then and then if you're any good at sports you can't even get into the pros till you're like 24 it ruins you that one and the, the the Jews that wander around my neighborhood in all wool in the summertime. I don't know what the f- kind of God like makes you dress like that. It's a bad deity that says, all wool, desert people. Like, you're crazy. That's a dumb f- religion. They're the ones that moved to the desert. Yeah, they are in the desert, and his rule was, all wool clothes. No cotton poly blends for you, Jews. And on Saturday, <laughs> no air conditioning. If it's uh, You have to figure it out on your own with hand fans. They're wandering around Granada Park trying to... Cool off because their houses are 3,000 degrees. Terrible. If you've got a dumb religion, today's the day. Sit back and go, am I in a dumb religion? If you have to go door to door to tell other people about it, yes, you're in a dumb religion. If you're in all wool right now, you're in a dumb religion. (laughs) You need to move to like a place where the religion allows like shorts and tank tops. Free yourselves, Jews. I mean, you've been... what are you thinking? <laughs> you should see him on Saturdays walking around a you know Lincoln Road. It's 120 degrees, and I'm looking at a dude in a coat and a scarf, giant wool outfit, and he's looking at me like I'm gonna. I think I'm in a dumb religion. Like yeah, you are. <laughs> I will say this: all their kids are skinny because they dress them up like it's two degrees outside. It's not so. Anyway, 
I could help you out. I could be a consultant for you and look at you. Let me see your wardrobe real quick. Ooh, man, yeah, this is a dumb religion. You guys got to get out of this. Let's drop the name tag. <laughs> this is a bad idea. What do you have to do? Well, it's 120 and I have to go door to door for seven hours a day. Oh, yeah, you've joined a dumb religion. And you, sir? I'm not allowed to have blood transfusions even from family. Oh, yeah, that's a dumb religion. <laughs> Find one that allows you to live. Well, we worked with that one lady who wouldn't give medicine to her kids. Remember her? Yeah. And well, you tried. Oh, Christian yeah. Science. She was a Christian scientist, and she would wander around and tell people that asp- no aspirin, nothing. Kid had a cold. You, there was naturally no, healed. Everything got healed by God, or didn't. Oh, kids would go through hell just to have a cold. Wouldn't go. To kids the are alive and uh, impervious to every disease out there. Yeah, but she's not. <laughs> she croaked fairly early. <laughs> yeah, you go to the hospital. You break your leg. Yeah, it'll get healed on its own. That's a dumb. <laughs> religion there's a lot of them out there too i'm sorry if i'm insulting you but i know why i'm insulting you because deep down you want to defend it you're mad that you're in it go to big surf do like brett did door to door banging on things getting embarrassed have some fun man finger a honey in college (laughs) what are you doing have a hot drink what's on your name tag bro brett (laughs) <laughs> definitely yeah. no elder here no elder elder brett would be a treat yeah you know what i'm in a dumb religion they make me do this you got a daughter <laughs> anyway done riding this goddamn bike yeah. thank you mormons for uh providing me for some entertainment but you're under one percent success rate let's mix this up a little bit time to talk to the elder elder elders and say, I know you guys did it and you're forcing it on us and it's some sort of dumb tradition but your religion is 130 years old you can dump a couple of the bad ones. And that door-to-door thing is A, number one, stupid. Quit it. Especially because no one's buying in. It's a bad branding. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. Maybe to help out those dumb Mormons a little bit this morning. Uh, it's 98 KUP. You give it to us and we'll scream it together. It's 98. Scream it. Wake up. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUP.